Shout out to Steph for taking risks. He looked like he had just finished like listening to My Chemical Romance or, or Jimmy Eat World or some shit. <laughs> what? Yesterday, you were early. Last night, on time. Right now, you late. Welcome to You Late with Jasmine Kais. Ready to give the rundown of the last night and what's coming up. You Late is presented by Buzzer, the hottest new app for watching the best moments in live sports. Download Buzzer in the App Store or wherever you get your apps and never miss a moment with Buzzer. We made it, y'all. It's Friday. Nikias, what's going on in your world? Not much, man. Just living the best that I can. How are you? Mm, I like that modesty. Living the best that I can. So I'm doing the same thing. You know. You know how I do. I know that that's very true. You do live pretty well. I'm jealous. You know. No. And see, I was about before you said that, I was about to say I just hopped off a of Peloton. You know, I'm feeling energized, but now you're making it seem like I'm rich and I'm not. So right. I'm glad that you absolutely did not say that. Every day, Lord, I be trying. But then here you come with the same shit. And now you made me say shit and Lord in the same sentence. Let's talk about sports. <laughs> sports are fun. Aaliyah Boston. She's a baller. I'm telling you, double doubles all over the place. Light work, 20 straight. You, you can't hold her. Although I have to mention, Uh-oh. she, no, because I would have done the same shit. She threw um, a shot off the backboard to collect the rebound. Your thoughts, because you're pretty straight-laced. Pretty straight-laced. Okay, so is that the interpretation we're going with, that she just threw it off glass versus she missed the shot? Did you see it? It was that egregious, huh? Did you see it, though? I have not. Oh, okay. She threw that shit off the backboard. It was very obvious. It was evident. Uh, There's no shame, literally no shame in her game. And I'm here for it. An ode to Ricky Davis? Is that what we're going with? Shut up. Wow. What is that? Why is that worth a shut up? Just, just no. Wow. I mean, do you have thoughts on it? Like for that, like if it's that egregious, you shouldn't do it. On Aaliyah Boston in general, she is an absolute force. I think she's the best player in college basketball right now. I think what she does on the interior and both ends for South Carolina is pretty much unrivaled across the country. Um, also, she's just really freaking cool, man. Like, she's a dope personality. Like, I'm glad that she's getting, at least I'm glad she's starting to get some of the limelight she deserves because she's been very good for a very long time. Is, is that straight-laced enough for you? It was as straight as you was going to get. Wow. I, I like that you said it was, you know, you probably wouldn't have done the backboard thing, but that you went into a full minute of compliments for her because you are trying to maintain your Nikias nice guy, nice try. I'm not buying it persona. What is so, wow. come on now. I, we've known each other long enough. You do this nice thing on Twitter. We, I know the real you. It ain't that nice. So also, oh, happy Friday, whatever. Um, also, I didn't watch the Warriors game. But Steph, we, we hyped him up way too much. He came up in that arena dressed like middle school emo days. Wow. Did you see it? Why are we slandering Steph's fit? Like, it's yeah. not slander. He, I didn't watch The Matrix, but he looked like something about The Matrix. <laughs> like, 
the closest I, and I know it's a popular movie, but the closest I ever came to watching The Matrix was like a Sierra music video. I'm not into that whole take Wait, this so you pill. Have, you um, haven't seen any of the Matrix movies? I've seen no Matrixes, Mat- Matrix, no. <sighs> okay, I'm just going to leave that alone this Friday. But okay. I'm not a sci-fi person. Is I think that it's cool, like you dodging bullets and doing all kinds of stuff, but and now I can see Brian in the chat calling me a disappointment. I do not care. I tried to watch it, I fell asleep. Okay. You do, do, something anyway. keep, do something to keep my attention and I'll stay awake for your bum ass movie. The Matrix noted bum movie. <laughs> anyway, um, shout out to Steph for taking risk. I'm I'm kind of here for it. He looked like he had just finished like listening to My Chemical Romance or or Jimmy Eat World or some shit. What? You remember in middle school you used to listen to like everybody, everybody was emo. Like who was I'm everybody? So, everybody. Well, you you're younger than I am, but everybody in middle school was so like, oh, nobody understands me. I'm so jaded. I was so like that. Like listening to I, what was it like effervescence and then like all of them like emo bands, like nobody will ever get me. <laughs> I love this. This is a peel the curtain back moment for Jasmine. This is beautiful. Evanescence, that's what it is. Close enough. You know. I couldn't think of like, and I don't even know if this is the same band who made this song, but it's like, wake me up inside. You remember that? Uh, yes. Okay. Whatever band made that is, is what I'm talking about. <laughs> so go, go ahead. Let's talk about like actual basketball things. Oh, okay. Well, we got points stuff last night, so that was fun. 14 dimes. I think he had eight assists in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Cool, to, cool to watch him set the table versus bombing away, so that was cool. Uh, that's all I got on that game. We don't have to go too deep into that. While we're on the NBA, though. I'm sorry, real quick. I love when somebody takes a chance with the way they're dressing and then does great things on the court. I'm not going to mention no names. I mean, you have to now. That's a lot of Okay, Russell Westbrook, there you go. I love how palpable your disappointment is. This is beautiful. You remember how I people used to, well, they still do make fun of um, Kyle Kuzma. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a minute, he was, obviously, this is Laker talk. He was dressing a certain way, and then he was playing up to the caliber to where you could not even talk that bad about the outfits. If you come into the arena with some, like, out there fashion you have to come in and play you can't just walk in with anything so go ahead i mean i would describe russ's play as out there just probably not in the way that you would want it to be next subject (laughs) uh sure we could talk about uh efficient basketball demar Rosen, nine straight games of 30 points absolutely closed the door last night again he has been a monster in the clutch all season the marvelous shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to Brian. That's beautiful. But dude, he is on an absolute heater right now. Eight straight games of 30 points while shooting better than 50% from the field. We haven't seen that since Wilt. Anytime you're in the conversation with Wilt Chamberlain, I would say that's a pretty good thing. So I just want to give a quick, just want to give a quick nod to him and the Chicago Bulls, who after winning their game last night are now half a game ahead of the Miami Heat for the one seed in the East. Mm-hmm. I love me some Wilt. I don't believe the 100 point game was real, but Wait. I love it. 
you know, actually, never mind. This this one hundred percent tracks. You would be a one hundred point game conspiracy theorist. You seen film? Because I can hold up a sheet of paper right now to say one one eighty two, and who's to say that if it's real or not? Although I, part of me wants to believe it, because on the sidelines, like during timeouts, he was drinking milk, and you know how I feel about milk. This is true. Later. You a hater. Um, yeah. DeMar DeRozan doing things with braids in and bringing back the mid-range game, which I'm a fan of. Somebody got to, you know, cloud up the mid part while us three-point shooters lighten it up. So, yeah. Wow. You, how are you simultaneously an old head and also a Wilts 100-point game didn't happen person? Old head, not dust. That's That's way older. Like, have you seen like is there a clip is there a highlight does somebody have it on one of them they, um, have, they have highlights from the game we also have the box score from the game oh not the box score well that must be true who's to say that Sonny McGraw whoever's keeping score could count correctly this is incredible this is shout out to those if your name is Sonny McGraw I just honestly just picked a name I'm so sorry <laughs> We can add the McGraws to the list. I was trying to pick an old timey name, and then I was like, "Old timey names." What my mind was thinking was Tim McGraw, but Tim isn't like there were no Tims in like the 1930s. So I went to Sonny. How do we know that? <laughs> were you reading the census back then to see how many <laughs> Tims were out there? <laughs> how did you even pull that out of your head? Shout out to the census burr. <laughs> um, I, it's just not that kind of name, like. You know how like every like names now there were no like I don't know boom quishes back in 1930. Oh God! So <laughs> shut up, there. <laughs> I'm just gonna take some time right now to shout out Buzzer Beats. <sighs> Buzzer Beats on Twitter is amazing, and Buzzer Beats the newsletter, which I keep telling y'all to just subscribe to, and I hope y'all be listening to me um email is still cool and now what's gonna be in the newsletter this is like a new buzzer baby if you will so go support my child not my let's go support buzzer's child um five minutes is all, all this podcast takes to listen to you can listen you can literally listen and read at the same time it'll be in the email you don't have to worry about being late because you'll already be prepared think of beats as the appetizer sports as the main course and you late as the only suitable option for an after dinner snack mint chocolate chip ice cream the only huh what you have after dinner probably sleep check you out we got a sleep nakias crossover because your ass don't never be sleeping and you hate on us that do sleep i don't hate i just find it kind of funny that you need naps at like 10 30 a.m like it's kind of funny but that's the heat, neither here nor there. I'll be running. I run in the morning or I'm on a Peloton in the morning. You no, wake up right. early, you eat, you, you replenish, you know, mm -hmm. life in life. You need a nap. Like, stop trying mm -hmm. to be cool on this rise and grind shit. You're going to grind yourself into the dust. I don't think it's rise and grind. I think it's just insomnia. It's fine. Get you some, um, uh, old herbal tea like oh man this guy hooked me up with some really great tea when i could not sleep and it will fix all your insomnia issues which seems so crazy to me 
Earlier, we spoke with Deontay Prince, senior editor at the Philadelphia Inquirer, covering all things 76ers. He stopped by to have an NBA chat with us, and you know I had to slip a little Caruso talk in there. Let's kick it to our late slip interview with our friend Deontay. Welcome to Late Slip, where we talk to our favorite people in sports media. Today, we have Deontay Prince, um, and I only started because we used to both work at the same place and there was a chicken place named like Price's Chicken and I would get the two confused. I've been called Price before. <laughs> That's totally my bad. I'm also hungry. Um, thank you for joining. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. I know, right? You, you dodged me at All Star. We also obviously have the Nikias Duncan as he's taking time out of his busy schedule to finally, you know, get back with us. So let's shout out him. Didn't you just get off a flight like yesterday? What are we talking about? Mind your business. Speaking of flights and all-star, uh, Deontay, like, let's just go over some initial thoughts of all-star weekend in Cleveland. You're a Midwesterner, right? You're from Chicago. I am. I'm in Chicago right now. Your, your overall thoughts, city events, et cetera. City I think I'm going to um, note a, another Chicago legend here and, and say that Joe Kim Noah was right. Um, the events, the, the dunk contest, obviously everybody is kind of deadpanned at this point or panned, not deadpanned. Um, and I think the, the three-point contest was a pleasant surprise with Carl and the, the actual all-star game was the, the best thing of the weekend somehow this time, which isn't usually the case. Same for me. I didn't like the skills challenge, but the three point that did it for me. DJ Khaled surprisingly did it for me. Okay. What is the beef with the skills challenge? Because Jasmine didn't like it either. I thought the format didn't make any sense in terms of like random, all, all the Giannis is just together for no reason. And the Cavs, <laughs> usually it was either like, you know, you'd have legends from a similar team or, you know, at least players who, I don't know, have some connection. I guess the, the connection was too loose for me. Okay, so you had more of an issue with competing versus the actual competition. Yeah, I mean, the passing situation was kind of odd, too. I really Thank didn't those big rings that they were throwing balls into. Like, I could have made those passes, so it wasn't, like, super, like, NBA skill the way it was with the bounce pass that actually used to trip guys up. You You love the Bulls, right? I think so, yeah. Tell us about your love for Alex Caruso. I'm not that person. I, I I like his defense. I think that he works hard. I'm definitely not the person who was um, like pining for the the bench guys. Like I like Zach Levine and Demar Derozan, uh, just because. Uh, well, I don't want to say I don't want to go too deep into that. But I think NBA fans have a, a complex where they like to root on guys who potentially look like them. Uh, that's an interesting take. Really not where I thought you were going. This don't mean nothing to you? The headband? Melo did that for years. <laughs> He's got you there. Oh, my God. Y'all wouldn't be where you are without Alex Caruso. Yes, there are other oh, pieces. About the Lakers thing. Oh, I didn't realize that. It's not a Lakers thing. It's a it's a human. I have eyes and I watch them play basketball thing. Uh-huh. Lonzo Ball and DeMar DeRozan were were much bigger additions. You got to steal. I just say you own it, but go ahead. 
for a general Bulls thought, like what were your expectations of them heading into the year? Basically, well, so when I covered them for, you know, like two years, it was basically the a terrible team and Zach Levine looked okay. Like he was him and Larry Markinen could potentially do something. And mm-hmm. um, Corey, uh, Kobe White, I was about to call him Corey. Um, Kobe White was, was interesting just as a, you know, score off the bench. And then it became, okay, Zach Levine is actually solid and they still aren't a playoff team. So coming into this year when they got DeMar, I know there was a lot of talk about kind of how good he was at that point. I kind of assumed, you know, middle of the pack Eastern Conference team, not necessarily like, you know, what they have going on now, like competing to be at the top of the East like that. I also thought the Nets would look a lot better than they did. So that, that played a part. Yeah, it's been a, a bit of a struggle for the team in Brooklyn, to put it that way. But I'm with you. Like, I kind of had them in that 6-7 range this year if things broke right, and they have been fantastic when they've been healthy. So I just want to see where you were on that. Yeah, I was I was thinking a little bit higher than 6-7 once they got Lonzo. Uh, that was a the guy they really wanted, so I was thinking, you know, like 5-4. I got you. Yeah. Since you do cover the 6 I guess we have to kind of start with the James Harden trade. Where do you see Philadelphia ceiling right now? I mean, I kind of think it's where it's been the past couple of years, just because James is coming in so late. People kind of assume that all-star weekend is the midway point of the season. And it's really like two thirds through the year. Right. So as I think 24 games to figure out how to play with Embiid and Tyrese Maxey has to figure out how to play off the ball. Tobias Harris has to kind of like keep himself motivated to play well through the last parts of this season. Um, I think that they'll pretty much be a, a second round team still to this point. Um, now that that could change next year. Obviously, they they've talked about moving Tobias. So if they move Tobias in a way that like upgrades them, or if they get you know more depth out of that, then I'll you know maybe maybe give them. Uh, I don't know. I guess after that is conference finals, right? Probably not. <laughs> Second round team. Okay. How do you feel about the James Harden, Joel Embiid pairing? Like, do you have any concerns there? Do you think it's going to be a pretty seamless fit? I mean, the main concern is the obvious one that they both really like to have the ball in their hands. And the fact that Embiid doesn't really roll on screen and rolls, like they should be really deadly on a screen and roll, but James likes to get deep into the paint before he passes and Embiid likes to pop off on a lot of those shots and kind of figure out what he wants to do on his own and go one-on-one and either shoot a three or take a mid-range shot against, you know, basically contested defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's easy to figure out for the most part. I think that he'll be open to to rolling for, you know, if it means an open dunk live from James Harden on, you know, multiple plays a game or, or going to the free throw line more, I think I think they'll figure that out. What they'll also have to figure out is the shooting around them. They, you know, they traded Curry and, and rebounding as well with Drummond being in that deal too. I'm just going to say it. I'm sorry. I know this ain't the time. I don't think they should have gave up Curry. I, okay. I know y'all looking, but you know how you have like your stars that everybody is like paying attention to. I look deeper than that. That's why I see the potential in Alex Caruso or a, a Seth Curry, if you will. So 
I, I do think I agree with you in that they will be a second round team. Don't ever have no faith in the Sixers. Sorry to the Sixers. <laughs> yeah, they, oh, well, here's the thing. They were really dead set on not including Tyrese Maxey or Matisse Thibault in the deal. So they had to give up somebody meaningful and doc put his family on the line, you know? <laughs> oh, he's so good for that. <laughs> He just, I ain't going to say it, but it reminds me of that Michael Jordan meme. He just do not care. They got to go. I, I understand. You got to make business decisions. He definitely made a business decision. <laughs> You'll have to go to New York to see his, uh, the rest of his family now. He ain't going to go see them. <laughs> so you mentioned that you think the Sixers are a second round team. Um, who do you think they'd have the best shot at beating in the second round among the teams ahead of them right now? Uh, who who is ahead of them right now? I know uh, Brooklyn, Chicago. Did Boston creep back up? Uh, Boston's creeping up. They aren't there yet. I think I legit need to look at Eastern Conference standings in order to know. Miami's at the top of the conference right now. Oh, Miami, yeah. So they, they've they gone back and forth with Miami a little bit. Um, I mean, there really is only two teams against them, right? So I would say – Sadly, the, the best shot is probably against Chicago. Um, they've done really well against Chicago this year. The Bulls really don't have an answer for Joel. Um, and in the last game that they played here, he, him and uh, DeMar went, went toe-to-toe, and I think Joel ended up with 40-something, and um, DeMar had like 38 or something like that. But, they yeah, they really don't have an answer for Joel at all. So I think the Bulls would be the better matchup especially with James, because that, that backcourt, well, Lonzo can D up, but um, Levine is also a little light on defense. That's okay. You can substitute some defense for some flashy O. I love how hard you're riding for Chicago right now. This is beautiful. Not No, because when, when we first got on, y'all haven't respected Alex Caruso as much, so I'm trying to hype him and his team up a little bit more. Oh, Caruso is the defense. I I, I think Caruso plays great def- uh, defense. Him and Lonzo when they're in the game together, like that's that's shut down. So, I'm I'm gonna ask you what might be a little uncomfortable. What are your predictions for the Lakers this season? Playing game. Damn. And that's it. Yeah, I mean they were in the playing game like in a season that wasn't this bad, uh, and you know managed to beat Steph, obviously. But yeah, I say playing game. They would face Portland first, and then they face the winner of Wolves Clippers. They have a chance against the Wolves and Clippers. Uh, I might be wrong. You you are, and remember what like what happens when playoff basketball comes, and then the Lakers do Laker things. Well, like losing the first round. LeBron does playoff things. I don't know who else we we are referring to. If he's healthy, AD can do some playoff things. We know that the name we're talking about is is definitely Russell Westbrook. So, who also does things in the playoffs? Uh, what those things are depends on the moment. Not y'all attacking a black woman on Black History Month. This shit is crazy. We're attacking black players. <laughs> <laughs> y'all coming after me for all of my correct opinions? Well, yeah, whatever. I'm telling you, I've seen the Lakers be like terrible shit, right? But once the the playoffs come, shit happens. Well, no, good shit happens. Yeah, that first line didn't mean what she thought it meant. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I think LeBron is playing amazing basketball and he could potentially get them into the second round based on what you just told me about the Clippers and Wolves. Mm, I can't get there. I'm sorry. Even if they get out of the play in, their first round opponent is going to be Phoenix more than likely or Golden State if they pass them while Chris Paul's out. And like, I just don't see the Lakers having a shot against either of those teams. Even without Chris Paul? No, I just think, no, Phoenix is just better. Huh. Huh. Okay. I'm you good. Right? I'm, I'm chilling. I'm good now. I'm, I'm all right. You know, I cannot wait until the season is over and then we can go back to these tapes, assuming that I'm correct. Let me ask. Um, we always ask our guests, like, what your favorite buzzer moment is. Oh, yeah. So uh, mine, I actually just put in an Instagram post. Um, where I said that the two most iconic mo- uh, moments to ever happen in Cleveland I had a photo of myself and I had a photo of Jordan hitting the shot over Craig Elo. So that's my favorite buzzer moment for sure. Who do you have an MVP right now? This is going to sound homerish, but I'm not necess- like I'm not a Sixers fan. But I think I think I'd have to give it to Joel right now. That team has had a lot going on all year with trade rumors and. Simmons getting kicked out of practice and, you know, players who they kind of counted on not showing up at certain points with uh, Furcon and and Harris both having tough years. Seth Curry was hurt a lot. Um, And then they got hit by COVID crazy early to start the year. And Like for them to still be in the position that they're in right now is is actually kind of crazy. And he's literally been putting up wilt numbers in in a lot of these games. So uh, I think I'd have to go with him so far. Okay, I got you. Jeff, who do you have right now? I I like the Embiid answer. I do think it's a, a good, safe answer. I kind of go with the Joker. Um, okay. I Yes, I know they're like, what, six? But he's been playing crazy, and he be playing in the altitude of Denver. That shit ain't easy. <laughs> Isn't it easier for him than it is for his opponents? No, you don't get used to Denver air. Like I was in Denver for like a month straight and I run every single day, even on the 30th day, the air was still crazy. Like y'all got to go to Denver and realize you never get used to it. Well, maybe Andre Iguodala was lying. He said that, uh, that they used to, you know, because they practice at that altitude, they had an advantage over opponents. Mm, Okay. He's a weird one, though. Like, well, he's also in amazing shape too. So that, well, first of all, calm down. Yes, I was, I was in great shape when I was running. What you, too, by the what way, a, what do you mean by calm down? He's just, I was saying he's in good shape. You making it seem like I'm not when I be running. Oh, I wasn't saying that about <laughs> you. I was talking about him. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, yes. <Blair. laughs> You've been we, feeling attacked all podcast. Low uh, key. But it's unless you're like born. See, I don't know, because now we're getting all like philosophical or maybe scientific about it. But you don't get used to the air. Even when I snowboard there, you don't get used to it. Um, Well, D, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, Plug all the things that you want, even your Instagram. Oh, no, I don't need to do that. Uh, Thanks so much for having me. I'm glad my phone didn't die before uh, this ended. Um, I'm going to plug 
Philly Sports or at Philly Sports. That's our Instagram account for the Philadelphia Inquirer. And I uh, read all the stories we publish. Uh, I manage Gina Mizell, Keith Pompey, and uh, Matt Breen over there. So be on the lookout for their stories. I'm just going to say it. Introverts, like myself, we live a very tough life. This shit ain't easy. You, you got to be out here. I don't like your face right now. You got to be out here networking, being nice, you know, all the things. And as I look back from my trips from Cleveland and LA, which I loved and I adored all the people that I've met, my social battery felt like an iPhone five. That shit was draining within like 20 minutes. Cause you have to be like, oh yeah, yeah. Susan, let's, you know, reconvene at the top of the week or whatever. And I'm just like, it's a lot that we have to go through that we're not naturally equipped for. Extroverts have it so much easier because they're always like, bam, bam, bam in your face. Whereas I'm like, oh, let's just chill. Let's chill. Wow. Um, as a fellow introvert, like I feel you. Are you? Yeah. Oh, okay. You be doing like live pods and shit. Oh, I'm at an airport. Ask me anything. Like you have the legit Nikite nation. I didn't think you were that introverted. My mistake. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know what? Never mind. You are coming off of like 12 different trips over the last two weeks. You're on Don't seven, worry about my life. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying like, if there's anyone that's like out there, uh, Miss Legend, I, I feel like it would be you. It's fine. You were late. Now you caught up. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at you late. You can follow me at Jasmine L. Watkins and the L is for Luma View. You can follow me on Twitter at Nikaias NBA. And with that, we'll catch y'all later. Bye, y'all. <laughs>